Hey, I'm Kevin Burke, 93 Dizzy Dean World Series champion. My eight-year-old team won 50 games last year, and I have so many rings and trophies, I can't even keep up with them all. Wait, you're saying nobody cares? That that That's not going to get my kid to the big leagues? All right, all right. Let's talk about what really matters. Welcome to the Elbow Up Youth Baseball Podcast. First-hand and real-time experience, stories, advice, and lessons learned. Some the hard way by me, a former player, lifelong fan, and now dad and coach. Hey, everybody. It's Monday, February 22nd, and spring baseball season is all but here, finally. Major League pitchers and catchers reported to spring training last week. High schools can now officially practice in many parts of the country, and youth teams are set to begin. While we all want to be successful, whatever that means, there's something important I want to remind you of as you begin the season. Every youth player, parent, coach, and team is different. There is no one-size-fits-all. Skill level is different. Talent level is different. Success has a different meaning for each of you, and that's okay. That's what I want you to remember as this season gets underway. I try to talk about topics at Elbow Up that most of you can relate to or that at least have the best chance of helping the majority of the audience. That being said, there always will be some of you that can't relate to what I say, or maybe my advice won't help you in your specific circumstance, and that's okay too. Just as each of you listening are different, we must remember the kids we are coaching are different as well, and we should keep that in mind when teaching, coaching, and mentoring them. Some come from affluent two-parent families where baseball is just another fun activity, Others come from families where they may get no support or encouragement from their home, and the baseball field may be their only chance at getting that or seeing success. Think about this. As a coach or parent on a team, you may be the only encouragement that kid may get for the entire week. Don't miss the opportunity to tailor your approach to make the most positive impact on that kid's life. As usual, I like to relate everything to sports. I use this approach at work with my employees as well. Every person's circumstance is different. Every person has a different background and a different set of life experiences that shape their outlook. And I have found the most success in approaching them all differently. This doesn't mean we have different standards across our teams or for different players on our teams. We should still maintain high standards and the same standards for all players, parents, and coaches. It's just important to remember that how we influence and approach each of them must be different in order to maximize the experience and the outcome. For parents, don't get caught up in comparing your child to others. Sure, it's important to have a realistic view of where your child may stand, but that should not be what drives or motivates you as a parent. We're talking about youth players here, ages five through maybe sixth or seventh grade. When you get to high school and you and you may consider playing in college, certainly you have to compare your son against his peers. But we're talking about youth baseball, guys. Compare your kid to themselves. Compare your child this year to your child last year. How have they improved over time? How did they improve just since last practice? It's dangerous to expect the same outcome for every player on your team, and it's certain to end in disappointment for you. For coaches, we should take the same approach, not just for our own kid, but for every player. Kids react differently, and we must remember that. 
Some kids won't even notice you congratulating them on a base hit the opposite way. Other kids will light up after they struck out after a nine-pitch at bat where they battled the pitcher when you tell them, hey, nice at bat. Take the time to learn what makes each player on your team tick. How do they respond to encouragement? How do they respond to correction? And how do they respond to discipline? And for everyone, let's not lose sight of what we're trying to accomplish. If you're listening to this podcast, I have to assume you want your son and family to get the most out of their youth baseball experience. That doesn't just mean becoming a better ball player either. We're preparing these kids to succeed in the game of life. In 2018, there were an estimated 25 million kids who played youth baseball or softball. Compare that to the 1,000 or so players that will begin the season on an opening day Major League Baseball roster. The chances of your kid and my kid making any meaningful money from the baseball is virtually zero. The chances of them using what they learn playing youth baseball has about a 100% chance to carry over into how they approach school, relationships with others, employment, and life. Don't miss out on making a positive impact by having a one-size-fits-all approach. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Elbow Up Youth Baseball Podcast. If you liked it, please consider doing one or all of these three things. One, if you haven't already, go to getelbowup.com and sign up to receive all my updates. I'll notify you every time there's a new episode or article. If you're listening in a podcast player, be sure to leave that five-star rating, even a comment. This helps more than you know. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear this, please share. It's available at getelbowup.com, iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for your support, and I'll talk to you next time.